This is the Taz and Jim podcast. We were just talking about this. The, um, the e-vehicles on the road, now that it's springtime, you're seeing more of them. And mm-hmm. they can be a, a real traffic clogger. They're going slow, taking up too much space on the roads. Well, there may be some electric vehicles allowed on the roads uh, that are taking up more room now. Ontario has approved, or no, they're looking at approving three-wheeled electric vehicles to be driven on roads in the province. Now, it would still be up to the municipalities whether or not they would let these vehicles be driven in their cities. Three-wheeled? But, you know, like the little three wheels, like I'm thinking uh, you'd see Indiana Jones on these. It's like a motorcycle with the two back wheels, and then it has a cover over top. It looks like every nerdy guy's car from a 90s sitcom yeah. <laughs> or there was always those mr bean episodes mr bean's yeah, car that his nemesis because no, his, his nemesis there would always be one guy he'd cut off and with that would have three wheels and then it would always tip over oh yeah and he'd always be like absentmindedly cutting it off well, exactly so they look like those little things just a little plastic shell around a uh, three-wheel tricycle <laughs> car thing they look super cool uh, <laughs> but should these be allowed on the streets? Ah, uh, I mean, uh, I think this is where everything is going. Uh, inevitably, it seems uh, it's kind of cr- backwards because we have banned three wheelers, the ATVs, the three wheeled ones because yeah, they're they, so t- they tippy. Yeah, I don't see how these are less tippy. Urban mobility vehicles, UMVs, is what they're calling them. And they make them sound way cooler. UMV sounds like a military vehicle. They have a maximum speed of 32 kilometers per hour, typically only have one seat. You know you're going to drive by one of these things. It's going to have like three guys piled into it. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> How many how many college students can you cram into a UMV? Yeah, yeah, and they get pulled over, and it's like a clown car in front of the cops, people coming out. You'd have to have a Class G license uh, to operate one. If this goes through, and seasonal limitations would be imposed, so it's not just a free no for snow all. tires on the three wheelers. <laughs> Got to get your chains put on. Uh, the big concern for many people is speed differential. So you've got actual cars that can drive faster than thirty-two kilometers per hour, trying to share the roads with these little meep meeps. Yeah, yeah. I don't see it any more dangerous than sharing the road with a bicycle, though. I mean, at least you're covered, and there's probably lights on it, and yeah. it's way easier to spot. Well, this news article, this is from CP24. Uh, they use a picture of uh, one of these UMVs. It's painted bright orange. Maybe if all of them have to be painted that, <laughs> like a neon color. <laughs> it looks like what they drive around in Austin Powers at that factory. Or no, at Dr. Evil's lair. Yeah. These well, are silly. Is. And under this, if this goes through, under this, uh, you'd be able to operate golf carts. Uh, that I'm cool with. Well. You so know, the around the trailer park area. The discussion is happening right now. Another concern is where do you park these, you know? You drive one to work, where do you park it? Parking spot. Taking a full... The Taz and Jim Podcast. Look at this. A student at Stanford University in the States has been posting videos of his new invention. He says that he has developed AI-powered glasses that help you have conversations. You can use them at parties or on dates. If you're socially awkward, this could be a great tool for you, right? You, you don't know how to interact with people. You don't know what your next question or comment should be. 
the AI is going to help you come up with that. It's kind of like, you know, when the Terminator is, is it shows the Terminator scanning. Point of view. Yeah. And then like little uh, text comes up in his eye line. That's basically what it looks like. So you're talking to somebody, they say something to you, and then the artificial intelligence will type out in this little uh, pair of glasses you're wearing what you should say next. Hmm. They posted an example here. So you're seeing POV, the person wearing the glasses, point of view, and he's trying to talk to a girl that he knows at work. Oh, hey, Brian, what's up? Hey, Bridget, how's your trip to Argentina? I'd love to hear about it. Oh, it was so fun. I had a blast. We explored around the city and went to museums and did a lot of fun stuff. (laughs) That sounds amazing. Did you get to try any new foods while you were there? That sounds amazing. Did you get to try any new foods while you were there? Buffering, buffering. It it does take a a second or two in between the... what the person you're talking to says and for the text to come up. So that's a bit of a glitch they need to work out. Actually, we didn't really eat well um, because we were with like a huge group. So it was kind of bad food. But I know Argentina as a whole has very, very good food. It's just my experience. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I mean, you recently published a post on liquid staking. I saw on Substack. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah, I've been looking into, like, I am. Okay. That sounds like a stalker. Yeah, how do you know so much about me? (laughs) (laughs) At your address, 42 Young Street. The the nice feature I like, though, is when she comes around the corner, it says that's, like, there's facial recognition. So it says her name is Bridget. Oh. Which is big. You know, you ever been in in that situation where you forget someone's name at an event or a party, and you know you know them, but you just can't remember who they are oh yeah all the time so that could work but you're also wearing sunglasses all the time or are they well, normal glasses like people might be like it's, it's the middle of the day inside it's normal glasses there and then one of the lenses looks like a monocle basically <laughs> so i wonder what the artificial intelligence response would be when somebody says why are you wearing those stupid looking glasses <laughs> buffering buffering i have astigmatism this is the taz and jim podcast so, Jim, when you're watching Leaf games like the one tonight, Game 5, you going to be wearing a jersey or a shirt or a hat? What do you, what, what's the I attire? Do. I have one jersey, a Leaf jersey, but it's signed by Morgan Riley. Remember mm. I got it at the London Knights uh, silent auction a couple years ago? Yeah. I haven't worn it. I'm going to give it to my nephew. He doesn't know yet, so he's pumped. He will be pumped. He's pumped about the Leafs right now, so I'm excited for that. So but it's a gift. You can't wear, I can't wear a, a gift yeah. for your nephew. And I don't think you bar. can wear a signed jersey either, right? Yeah, you can if you don't really care <laughs> about the jersey. Like you can't wear it out thinking you're not getting chicken wing sauce yeah. and, and beer spilt on that thing, right? Well, I'll tell you, Riley's stock is rising, so not a good jersey to wear. And you shouldn't be washing uh, a signed jersey. Good call, right? Pro tip. Because it'll quickly become a not-signed jersey <laughs> if you have to wash it too many times. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I, I understand the excitement within Leafs Nation. This could be, would you call it a curse? This could be a curse breaker tonight if they defeat Tampa Bay? I think it's, it's, it's sports curse-worthy of the title, I think. Been a while since they got out of the first round. 
Fingers crossed. You got something special here for all the other Leaf fans listening to the Taz and Jim show. Yeah. This is our. Uh, this is like a, a rallying cry, I'll call it. It's a song. Um, it's a parody of mm-hmm. The Killers. The song is called All These Rings I've Not Won. I want a Stanley Cup. I want to not suck. There's only so much stress a fan can take. I had a heart attack. At age 32, all I eat is red meat, but Sheldon Keefe, I'm blaming you. We got Riley and O'Reilly, Matthews, Marner, Tavares, McCabe, and just need a, a couple more goals. No bad deflections or ejections, no, 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 just, just win a round. round, yeah, you know you gotta win a round, yeah. Don't make me a jersey burner Just win a single round Yeah, so just win the fucking round I got grief, but I'm a believer Yeah, I've had a little grief as a Toronto Maple Leafs fan I've had a lot of grief But it's gonna take more Than a 55-year dry spell to keep a good fan down I'll never leave this team. You know why? Because I'm a believer. I won't leave 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 because I'm a believer. Yeah, you know you gotta win a round Yeah, don't make me cheer for the Oilers Just win a single round Yeah, so just win the fucking round This is the Taz and Jim Podcast Jim, uh, people are complaining about the new Little Mermaid movie Oh, what is it now? Yeah, it's not the same complaint uh, you, you know that there were some people upset that a black actress was going to be playing Ariel. Uh-huh. That was controversy number one. Now people are saying that the animals in the movie are too realistic. <laughs> Odd complaint, but I will say that is that might actually be valid. I think the same thing happened for me when I watched The Lion King, the new one. Yeah, yeah. Not nearly as good as the fun cartoonish version. Well, it's hard to give the actual animals the personality of the cartoons. Like, here is Sebastian the Crab. And the eyeballs don't look that real, but they're too small. The rest, I'm to moat. the rest of the cr- crab looks pretty crabby. <laughs> the seagull looks like a seagull. Kind of looks scary though. Flounder the fish looks like a fish, but like, how's that mouth? That mouth is so small, and those <laughs> eyes are so big. How are you supposed to get an Oscar-worthy performance out of that fish? Yeah, it's like, they, it has to be realistic. It has to look real. We got a lady with a fish tail <laughs> yeah, I know. who grows legs from an octopus woman. <laughs> like, I mean, let's have some fun with it. Yeah, you, you can still, like, there was a Smurf movie where they combined live action and CGI, and Smurfs aren't even real things. <laughs> so you could, I don't think anyone's going to be upset if you make the... The animals look a little 
more cartoony. Mm-hmm. We got to find the balance, I think, is what we've learned over the past couple of years. Here. Truly, yes. We know you can do it. <laughs> we know you can make the animals look super realistic. But at what cost? <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim podcast. This has got to be the strangest headline I've seen all week. Jim, how do you think this story plays out when you hear the headline? Man arrested for trying to sell penis at shopping mall. Hmm. How do I think it ends? I'm I, I'm guessing an entrepreneur started a pop-up shop at the at the mall where the old Spirit Halloween was. <laughs> a pop-up. And now we got a great hustle. <laughs> no, but like what do you think's going on here? I'm guessing it's a uh, some creep trying to sell his body at the mall or something like a gigolo yeah yeah you know deuce what if i told you that it wasn't his penis he was trying to sell and it was not attached to another person oh was it on ice (laughs) you would hope so this happened in south africa 32 year old man was uh apprehended by police Uh, they found him at the shopping mall in possession of a male body part he was looking for a buyer, it's believed. Just not much of an impulse buy. You know what I mean? When you're at the mall, it's not like you're yeah. <laughs> it's not like you're going window shopping. Like, you know what? I could use one of those. <laughs> Seems like it should be more a of a destination. Post. That's yeah. a destination shop yes. right there. A niche market, if you will. The preliminary investigation revealed that the private part was removed from a 68-year-old man. The victim is currently in hospital. Don't know if they were able to reattach it or not. Oh, boy. I'm sure he would have paid a couple bucks to get it back. Yeah, (laughs) you found a buyer. If you're looking for a buyer, that's where you should start if you ever find yourself in that situation. Yeah. This is a despicable and cruel act, say the police. Uh, Inhumane justice must take its course. I would agree with that 100%. Mm -hmm. Yes. You got to have some serious issues if you're going to cut the penis off another man, <laughs> yeah. you got to have some even bigger issues if you think you're going to be able to sell it at the mall. Yeah. <laughs> what? Are you brave enough to let me see your peacock? Sports Devin Peacock is here. He is cautiously optimistic, as many Leaf fans are, about the game tonight that could eliminate Tampa Bay from the playoffs. I feel really good about the Leafs winning this, but I also felt really good about the Leafs winning the last game, and then they were outplayed for most of it, but then they won. So do I (laughs) still feel really good knowing that they kind of struggled last time and then won, or do I just get super nervous? What do I do here? Given the last two games... Maybe you would be uncomfortable to see the Leafs come out with all cylinders firing tonight. Really, truly, honestly, I, I don't know what to do with this game, man. Like, <laughs> I th- like our odds because even if we play bad, we win, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's, that's the way it's gone for this entire series. I mean, last year, Toronto and Tampa, you could make the argument the Leafs outplayed the Lightning over the balance of the series, but Tampa won. This time around, you could really make the argument Tampa has outplayed Toronto for the balance of the series, but Toronto is the team that is winning so all I really feel like we're going to see from tonight's game is point shots whole controversy over the past couple of days over the former uh, assistant coach for the Tampa Bay Lightning now head coach of the Detroit Red Wings Derek Lalonde talking on air about how Vasilevsky has this weakness 
about trying to stop point shots. And a lot of the Leaf goals in this series have come from the point. Now, John Cooper came out yesterday saying he made it up, which he's got to say, but there's there's no way that he's going on TV and he said He lying. said his scouting report. He said, yeah. oh, yeah, we had a scouting report. That so he definitely, Vasilevsky does have a weakness tracking pucks. You could just see the way they've scored. Like, the Leafs have talked about this. There's no way that this was proprietary information that nobody knew until Tuesday night. But the Leafs just need to keep doing what they've been doing, and they could actually pull off the improbable and win four straight against Tampa, which no one would have guessed going into this. Yeah, at this point, you almost forget that Tampa won that crazy football score game first game of the series because it definitely hasn't gone their way since. 7-3, and everyone thought this was going to be like the end of the world for the Leafs. Flash forward not even a week later, and here we are. Everyone's just uh, super jacked uh, to potentially have a gentleman sweep of the Tampa Bay Lightning. You think there's going to be Leaf fans putting a little uh, shoe polish around their eyes tonight to do a little Morgan Riley black eye tribute? I hope so. They should. They got to give a shiner to Carlton the Bear. (laughs) (laughs) Jim, I love the, uh, you did a little Photoshop. You you made a, uh, a meme of the new Leafs jersey. Yeah, that Bieber one, the controversial one with the yellow leaf on it, but it does have two eyes, almost like a Super Mario character. Yeah, but the smiley yeah, put, face leaf. Yeah, I put one a black eye on it, and people are loving it. I th- honestly, the Maple Leafs, if this Shiner continue, actually, if the Shiner doesn't continue, they got to punch him in the eye again, <laughs> and like make it his iconic look. How awesome would it be if all the fans in the stands had it, where they just stand up like, I yeah. am Morgan Riley. No, I <laughs> am Morgan Riley. I am Spartacus. <laughs> Guys, I still want to win the $20 that I put on Tampa to win this series, but I'm excited to see you excited. I'm a fan of Leaf fans. <laughs> Enjoy tonight. don't know if you're patronizing us right now, but thanks, Taz. The Taz and Jim Podcast. Jim has been dabbling with the artificial intelligence. In what capacity, Jim? My fiance asked me to Photoshop something for our wedding. She wanted some like kind of piece of art that included both our dogs. So I was kind of thinking, how can I pull this off? Do I hire an artist? I said, let me give this AI art generator a thing I've been hearing about a try. So I just, I basically made like a little bar sign. It looks like a sketch uh, of our dogs. And I would just, I typed into this AI generator, this art generator thing, black lab with a top hat. Okay. And then it spit out a great or pencil sketch. Uh, Black Lab with a top hat pencil sketch. Spits out a perfect uh, pencil sketch. It looks kind of like our dog Bruce with a top hat. I'm like, amazing. That's crazy. So I type in like Red Lab with a flower crown, and it spits out a paper sketch of that thing. Wow. I, just, I put them together. It's very impressive. So out of curiosity, I go, what if I type into this thing, Taz and Jim radio show? What would the AI, would it just take a picture from our website and just show me that? Would it amalgamate a bunch of pictures together? I have no idea. So out of curiosity, I just type in simply <laughs> Taz and Jim radio you show. Have it there on the I screen? have it here. Okay. I hope it's big enough. Take a look. What do you think? <laughs> How did you... Who are those guys? That is... <laughs> That is Taz and Jim in 20 years when we get fired and try to start a podcast. In my basement, yeah. It's like kind of close. There's one bald guy, one guy kind of with a haircut that kind of looks like mine. It's it's kind of us, but in a bizarro capacity. Yeah, like multiverse Taz and Jim. It's like if somebody met us 10 years ago or saw us at an event 10 years ago, close their eyes and try to picture us, maybe 
they would picture that. Or if somebody had never met us in real life, they had just listened to us describe ourselves on the radio, mm-hmm. maybe that is what it would come up with. It's a nerdier version of us, and it looks like we're a little older, but isn't that crazy? Like, even just to type that in, it it kind of is, it's a bald guy and another guy with bad facial hair, me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but uh, that that AI Taz is a lot skinnier than real Taz now. It's making me feel like I got to start working out. AI is judging. Keep up with AI. What are you trying to tell me? <laughs> I, on the other hand, I'm got a double chin in yeah. this one. So you found the the weight that I lost there, Jim. <laughs> I mean, give it one more year, and like, who knows what? You gonna grow a goatee now? No, you got a full, full on goatee. It's, that's warned me not to. If I do attempt to grow one, please shoot me. <laughs> Not a good look. It is pretty wild, the stuff that uh, that this AI will spit out. My wife did one of those uh, AI uh, photo things where she put her five pictures into it, and then it made, like, artwork of her, and it was incredible. Like, it looked like gallery-style stuff you could hang on the walls of your house, quality artwork. It's scary. It is. It's It sucks for artists. But it makes me wonder why the AI program my wife used made her look so amazing and you and I look like a couple of tools. Is it just a the black mirror being held up to us? Is that what we really look like? I think this is likely what our perception is from real people. That's what everyone else but also, sees. This one is like so such that, that if we put our faces into the one your your wife used, we'd probably look like studs too. Yeah, yeah. This one is not a generous share this to Instagram and boost your ego type program. I want that one. <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim podcast. Aerosmith, they've got a mysterious countdown clock on their website that expires on Monday. Uh, speculation, they are going to be announcing a farewell tour. Uh, the band's logo has been popping up at venues all over the U.S. with the phrase, peace out. Hmm. Sounds like it could be a farewell tour. <laughs> yeah, well. Peace out. Mm-hmm. This might be uh, a gauging a reaction at a p- potential farewell tour. Yeah, I know. It's it's interesting timing with the stories that are coming out about Steven Tyler and this lawsuit that he's facing. Uh, what's the story, Jim? It was an underage groupie that he became the legal guardian of back in the 70s, right? 75. Uh, Steven Tyler was 27 years old at the time. He convinced the parents of a 14-year-old groupie, 14 years old, uh, convinced the parents to sign over guardianship to him so that she could live with him in Boston. Now, I'm going to say, number one, terrible parents. Steven Tyler, not yeah. a good guy in this story at all. Makes me feel like a great parent. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what, you could always do worse. You know, hey, parents, if you ever have one of those days where you feel like you're failing your kids, yeah. at least you didn't sign over guardianship to Steven Tyler back in the 70s. Ridiculous. He stayed with her for three years. They even had a pregnancy that was terminated, and she went back home at 17. They broke up, and... Uh, he wrote about it in his book and said, "Yo, we were crossing state lines. I had to pretend like she was my daughter or something like that." Like, and he wrote about his autobiography, like joking around, not realizing how uh, damn uncomfortable this story is. Yeah. yeah, if it ever went to court, I've kind of been wondering because you had the Me Too movement where people were being taken down 
one after another, but these stories about classic rock bands from the 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and the stuff they would do on the road, they were celebrated back in the day, you know, and and you'd be hard-pressed to find a band where there's not stories about them behaving badly, stuff that if, you know, the stories came out and they did it last week, they'd be instantly canceled. But these stories have been around forever, and this is one of them. Yeah, but they're not even, they weren't even a secret then, so it's hard to retroactively go back and punish them. Because, like, uh, Elvis had a 14-year-old wife or something at some point, too, but it was public knowledge. Well, there was, there's a band, uh, I don't know if it's a rumor or if it's true, they had a, uh, a sexual favor tent underneath the stage during shows so they would go down they'd have ladies in there that would perform certain acts on them during the show during the show i mean that's a lot of moving parts to make that i mean that's really pushing it to the limit guys can't you wait can't you wait two hours till after the after party but there's stories there's books that have been written where these uh you know these these guys back in that time it almost uh well, it happened. People were almost willing to give them their daughters. Yeah, it's very strange. <laughs> so the woman who in the 70s was a minor on the road with Steven Tyler is now suing Steven Tyler. Mm-hmm. So maybe they want to get this farewell tour in before the lawsuit starts. Yeah, or the ticket sales would drop after the controversy. Let's sell as many tickets as we can before the the details start coming out in a courtroom. Anyways, it looks like Aerosmith is announcing something on Monday. Uh, Tyler, in that case, says he should be given immunity because he was the legal guardian, which uh, just gives me me the heebie-jeebies to say.